Okay, good evening, everyone. So, um, this evening we're gonna be taking on the case study of Paul and Timothy. Let's begin with a word of prayer, Amen. Lord, we just thank you and we praise you for this teaching, Lord God. We just ask, Lord, that you just speak to us, Lord God, through your word as we break bread, as we go into the scriptures, Lord God. May you bring us revelation, Lord God. May you bring us truth, Lord God. May you minister to each and every single soul, Lord God, that listens, O oh Lord, each and every single soul that um, plays um the podcast, Lord God, to each and every single person who uh, listens to this teaching this evening, Lord. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord God, for the words, Lord God, that you give me to speak in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, uh, the case study of Paul and Timothy. So, this has been our stewardship month, and we have been focused on being good stewards of people. Uh, Minister Lily um, last week did a visitation, which was very powerful, and um, we're continuing along those veins. So stewardship, what is stewardship? Stewardship is basically the managing of others. So today we are specifically studying the relationship we have with our mentors and those we mentor. And are we managing those relationships well? Tonight, our case study will be the relationship, like I said, between Paul and Timothy. So there are some things that we can learn and glean from their relationship experience, as we will see as we go through the scripture this evening. So a couple of things I want to highlight, I want everybody to keep in mind, are these three things. So one is the type of relationship, two is the attributes of a mentor, and three, attributes of the mentored, the person being mentored. These three things, I believe, will help us be good stewards of both those we mentor and those that mentor us. I believe that they're very important aspects of this relationship, and we need to play, uh, yeah, pay close attention. I'm sorry, <laughs> pay close attention to them. I believe everyone should have a mentor, and everybody should also have someone that they mentor. Why is this so important? Because it causes maturity and growth. Okay, and this is going to be really important. I think it's a key aspect of having a successful life. Even if you have a career, whatever it is, you're going to need somebody that mentors you and you should also be mentoring because it causes us to continue to grow. Um, and um, it is as a Christian, why is it important? You know, it's important because it's the same reason. It'll help us in our Christian walk as we go further, as we come across things we don't understand. We have a mentor that we can look up to, and then we should be helping others along the way. Amen? So as a side note, before I continue, I do want to say this. We should re wisely consider both those we mentor and those that mentor us it is not every person that we should have that should have influence in our life so please let's not pick a mentor based on money riches 
and notoriety, fame, you know, because somebody's popular and so I want um, that person to mentor me. These are not aspects that we should be looking at or attributes when we are choosing mentors or people that we should mentor and vice versa. Okay, so let's continue. So our case study on Paul and Timothy. So first thing that we're going to look at uh, as part of our case study is their type of relationship, type of relationship. So the type of relationship that Paul and Timothy had was that of like a father and a son. So um, let's read. So let's read their meeting. Okay, let's just take a look at the first time that these gentlemen meet in the book of Acts. So I'm going to want us to turn to the book of Acts, uh, chapter 16. The book of Acts, chapter 16, verses 1 and 2. And it reads, Then he came to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed, but his father was Greek. He was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. Amen. So let's take a note of some of the things here before we continue of this particular scripture that we just read. So take note of um, the way Paul was impressed by Timothy. Scripture says, Behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy. We don't just use, and I haven't seen the scripture use the word behold unless it's something to be wowed about, amazed about, like, wow, like, behold that. Like, it was just awesome. So, there obviously here in the scripture, it's very well said that Paul was impressed by Timothy, and so were um, some of the other brethren um, in the community. The next thing I want us to take a look at is that Timothy was well spoken of. He was, The scripture says he was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. Very well spoken of. The other thing that um, I want us just to have in the back of my, our minds is Timothy was both Jewish and Greek. Um, mixed race brings its unique challenges and um, I wanted to highlight that because how they both handled that situation of him being mixed is very, very interesting. And um, it, it, it's going to play a part in um, what we're going to talk about later. As you'll see, um, sometimes challenges that, that arise and, and how they're handled in an appropriate relationship. Okay. So type of relationship we've established was a father and a son. So what are some aspects of that relationship? What are some aspects of that relationship? So one of the aspects that um, was highlighted in the case study was godly love and affection. Godly love and affection. Their relationship was very much like a father and a son, and that was very evident by their godly love for one another and their affection. I want us to turn to Philippians 2.22. Philippians 2.22. 
but you know his proven character that as a son with his father, he served me in the gospel. This verse explains their relationship. Timothy's, Timothy's character was proved before Paul even called him a son. Okay, Timothy's character was proved before Paul called him, even called him a son. Paul had watched him and knew him before he just said that this is my son in the faith. Okay, the other thing from this verse that we can get is that Timothy served Paul um, like he was his father um, and, and, and vice versa. Paul served Timothy like he was his son. Um, Paul watched over Timothy and, and cared for Timothy the way a father would a son. So, um, I just find that, I find this verse very, very interesting, um, of how it lays out. So to further prove their relationship, I want us to look at first Timothy one, two, first Timothy one, two, it's the first letter to, um, from Paul to Timothy. It's in the beginning verses of that book. It says to Timothy, a true son in the faith grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Paul just goes ahead and begins to open up this letter with such a genuine heart. Um, nowadays, we don't write letters too much anymore. Now, what, we, what do we do now? We send text messages, we do Facebook, Instagram posts, um, Snapchat, you know, you name it. So now when we want to message somebody, maybe we'll send a text message or something like that. Or we want to acknowledge somebody, maybe we'll do like a, a whole Facebook post. So it's very similar um, to um, if we if we want to take the, the opening letter of Paul to Timothy, it's very similar nowadays to like a, a yet a mentor just sending you a text message saying to you, oh, you have been a true son or a daughter in the faith. It really would, it's, it's a very affectionate comment towards another. You know, um, nowadays, you know, we see some mentors being very hard and emotionless and they just feel like, oh, that you should serve me and then that's it. That should be the end of the, we just do what I say and that's as far as the relationship will go but this is not a true mentoring relationship there should be some type of caring amen so um and there yes and there definitely will be serving um we should serve one another the relationship um will be that the mentor uh would serve the mentored and the mentored would also serve the mentor Amen. And um, both will benefit from one another. Okay, so the next aspect of um, their relationship that I wanted us to look at under their father and son relationship is also that of a good teacher and a good student. A good teacher and a good student. So 1 Timothy 
Again, we're in First Timothy chapter one, verse three. Verse three. As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, remain in Ephesus that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine. So I want us to look at the words as I urged you. Paul besought or earnestly asked Timothy to stay and teach. There were no demands made. It, we there was no like you have to do this. You know, it, there was this was not the language that Paul asked Timothy with. He urged Timothy. He he just he you know almost like a I wouldn't say like a plea just like earnestly asked like I really need you to do this can you do this for me you know it's really really important um so there's that point the other point that I want to highlight from this is in order for a teacher to ask a student to teach others it's because he has already taught them the material so that means Paul would have had to teach Timothy everything that he needed to know so that's really important and in order for us for any mentor I should say for any mentor in order for a mentor to teach another person the mentor needs to be knowledgeable has to be well-versed has to be a learned person in that subject matter whatever it may be because that's the whole point of having a mentor right so as those of us who mentor we have to make sure that we're um, always you know learning we're always striving to be excellent amen i think that's going to be an important part and we should also have an intimate relationship with God, which is going to be um, extremely crucial because we want to lead those that we mentor in the right direction. Okay, so the other thing here too is Timothy listened to his mentor and did as he was instructed. And I believe that an important part of him being able to listen and do what Paul had asked was because Timothy caught the vision and understood the work of God. He really understood what was at stake. He had spent time with Paul. He had understood some things. Paul had taught him well so he could just grab the baton and do as his teacher had asked him. Amen. Okay, so the next thing that we are going to look at here. Okay, so that was type of relationship. So now we're going to look at mentor attributes. Then after we look at mentor attributes, we're going to look at the mentored attributes. And like some of these, a lot of these attributes are going to work both ways. They're going to apply both to the mentor and the mentored. Okay, so here the... No, first one here under mentor attributes is no selfish ambitions or fleshly works were evident the mentor does not take advantage of the relationship <coughs> excuse me for their own personal gain 
the mentor does not take advantage of, excuse me, get some water. <clears throat> the mentor does not take advantage of the relationship for their own personal gain. Um, I have heard of um, some, you know, uh, spiritual fathers take advantage of those they call their spiritual sons by making demands of money and offering, um, you know, or just selfishly allow others not to grow because they want to selfishly keep them for themselves and so forth and so on. I mean, I think we could understand selfish ambitions. It's the, the mentor is not out just for their own self. They're not selfish. Okay. Philippians 1.16. The former preached Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerely supposing to add affliction to my chains. Um, the other verse that I wanted to read to you too um, is Galatians 5, 19 to 21, which I think will make it a little bit, bring it more to light. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions. The list continues and the like of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And the fact that selfish ambitions are listed here in this list among murders, envies, jealousy, and hatred, I think should tell us a lot about selfish ambitions. So... I'll leave it at that and um, just we should just check our, our, our inner beings to make sure that those are not the reasons um, why we are mentoring a person. Amen. Um, the next one here under attributes is taught and equipped. Taught and equipped. Uh, we should make sure that we are teaching and equipping our pers the person that we are mentoring. We should always make sure that we are um, equipping them properly. Second Timothy three, sixteen to seventeen. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. For instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Um, Paul was obviously very concerned with making sure Timothy was ready, and as well as all the saints, to make sure they were ready to do the work of God. So are we making those that we mentor, are we making them ready? Are we equipping them properly with the tools that they need? Amen. The next one here um, under attributes of a mentor is proximity. Proximity. What do I mean by proximity? Paul and Timothy walked 
together. Wherever Paul went, Timothy went. And they, they were they walked side by side doing um the work of the work of God, doing ministry together for about fifteen years. Where Timothy got to see who Paul was, he got to see his character, he got to see his vision for ministry, he got to see how he handled situations, he he, you know, received from Paul's ministry. Paul had took him on his third missionary journey. Um, and had spent time with him from from that point on. Um, Timothy was also present by his teacher. He was there in Paul's times of need as well during um, during those years. And so there was a lot of, you know, uh, they had a very a very good relationship and and just learning from each other. And so, you know, a mentor, um, a mentorship, relationship this aspect should be there there should be some type of um being able to be close to your mentor you know okay uh so that's that's for the the mentor attributes so now we're gonna go to the mentored attributes the disciple or the daughter or the son um, the one that gets mentored. What are some attributes? Like I said before, some of them uh, as the ones that were for the mentor will apply for the um, disciple. So, of course, selfish ambitions um, is going to be the same thing. It's going to apply. Having a good character, um, sharing the same passion and vision are going to be important um, the other thing that as two things I really want to highlight here is one of them is having a servant attitude, having a servant attitude. Because when we're learning, we should be able to serve. Sometimes that's how we will uh, learn some things. Okay, the other thing that I wanted to highlight that's going to be um, very crucial is being teachable being teachable um i'm going to spend a little time on this um um and 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 just just as i added at an added comment you know in order for a mentor to be a good mentor it's because that person was also a good men uh a good disciple a good person that was mentored a good student that person was a good student it's the only way that they're that's why that they're a good mentor okay so um teachability is is a, a main it's going to be a big thing um for everyone and so i'm gonna spend a little bit of time here so teach have that teacher to be able to be taught and and allowing others to um And allowing your mentor to correct you, allowing your mentor to tell you when you're wrong is part of that teachability. Okay, um, we are, we have to be, you know, um, if we're going to not be flexible, if we're not going to be moldable, then we are not going to be able to learn anything valuable. And so um, 
it with being teachable it also means that we have to have humility and we're going to have to practice some humility in order to remain teachable um um i guess i could add this here um being teachable is not the same thing as allowing people to take advantage of us being teachable is not the same thing as allowing others to take advantage of us and um you know sometimes some people can be a little proud because maybe they've been through some hurts but um or for whatever reason but um they're not the same thing it takes wisdom to know when somebody and discernment and that's why it's important that both sides have a relationship with god their own personal relationship you know if uh then that's why this case study becomes important right because if you read through some of the points and if you read first and second timothy you'll begin to understand that it's not the same thing amen okay so i'm going to read this verse to you um philippians 2 three to five i'll be coming to a close on this case study so let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit but in loneliness of mind let each esteem others better than himself let each of you look out not only for his own interests but also for the interests of others let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus amen and I believe that that kind of says it all um, for, for that last point, um, to remaining teachable, to having a good attitude um, so that we can be good stewards of our relationship um, as mentors and those that are being mentored. Amen. Um, I want to leave us with this last comment here. Um, you know there's a difference between being a good a good mentor and an excellent one the excellent one leaves a legacy the excellent one leaves a legacy so i do have a fourth point and that is a father's legacy a father leaves a legacy he leaves a legacy he leaves an impression upon the next generation so that they could take it on. Amen. First Timothy 4, 12 to 16. This was Paul writing to Timothy. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of hands of eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them, that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Amen. What a legacy. Amen. That is a powerful legacy. 
And this was the impression that uh, Paul left with Timothy. And I pray that um, as those of us who are mentoring, that we are able to leave the same impact and that those that um, are being mentored, that we not only be good, have like good, take good, like great advantage, I guess, I don't know if like the advantage of having a good teacher and soaking in all the good teaching, but to also be able to take that baton and go forward with it. Amen. God bless you. God be with you. Um, let's just pray, Lord. We just thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for everything that you have taught us through this teaching. May we be good stewards of our mentor and those that we mentor. May we realize that this relationship is valuable for life, that it helps us to grow and to mature. May we be successful in life because we have found a good mentor. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you, Lord God, for everything that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you guys. I hope this uh, case study was impactful to you and that you are blessed. Take care. Good night.